take action that matches the size of your dreams. So define what legacy you want to leave behind. What do you want your kids to remember you for? And then what is one small action you can take today that's going to get you closer to that? So that's a little snippet of the conversation I had with today's guest, Holly Jean Jackson. She's the founder of Business Builder Throwdown. She's also the author of a book called Inspiration Contagion, and she's a TED Talk speaker, among many other things. I think you're going to love her insights on marketing, on how to get your own TED Talk, as well as how to just live a happy and fulfilling life. So now, without further ado, let the Mambo begin. Welcome to Marketing Mambo with your host, Terry McDougall. It's the fun and fast podcast where we cha-cha-chat with marketing movers and shakers from around the globe. Everybody, it's Terry McDougall with another episode of Marketing Mambo. And my guest today is Holly Jean Jackson. She is a holistic business coach, speaker, podcast host, author, and founder of Business Builder Throwdown. Welcome, Holly Jean. How are you? Thanks, Terry. I am doing great. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I know that when we did a networking call earlier, we found out that we had a couple of cool things in common, that we were like ships passing in the night between Chicago and North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) That's I still can't believe it. And for people who are kind of like, what are they talking about? The odds of where we cross paths are very small. It is a wild world. Yeah, I'll just let our listeners know. So I live in Highland Park, Illinois. This happens to be where Holly was born. But when she was eight years old. Is that right, Holly? Yeah. She moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which I moved from Winston-Salem to Highland Park. And all my kids were born in Winston-Salem. So we were like passing somewhere in the universe. <laughs> it's it's funny how those, those threads connect us and we don't even know it. It's so interesting. But, you know, I just kind of scratched the surface of you being a holistic business coach. And I love to turn it over to you and let us know what is a holistic business coach. I'm sure that there's a lot more that you can tell us about who you work with and so forth. So I'm just going to turn the floor over to you and you tell us more about Holly Jean Jackson and holistic business coaching. Yeah. So there's a few ways you can look at holistic business coaching. First of all, it means that I mostly work with business owners in the holistic space. So think health and wellness, yoga studios, wellness centers, doctors, pretty much anything in the holistic remedy space. And the reason I work with business owners in that space is because my mission and vision is to really help give more access to more people in the world and in our communities access to holistic remedies. So not feeling like surgery and prescription drugs are the only options that you have for healing your body. Why is this important? Well, this is also why I use a holistic coaching process when working with my clients, because if we try to just fix one piece of the puzzle, it doesn't work because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So my holistic coaching process has three legs or three foundational elements. And you'll notice my website has the same three things in the tagline. So health, clarity, 
and business. Why health? Well, if you're not healthy, you don't have good energy or you have chronic pain, you won't have the sustained energy and clarity to know what you want to do and to build it. And in particular, when you're building a business or a movement or a nonprofit or even a career, you need energy, you need clarity, you need consistency. And then we dive into clarity, which clarity covers quite a few things. It's your values, how you define success on your own terms, the legacy you want to leave behind. And why this is important is because if you're either in a career or running a business and things are out of alignment, then of course you're going to hit barrier after barrier and wall after wall because you're you're climbing a ladder against the wrong wall. And when we do this, we just feel like we're slamming our head against a wall and nothing is sticking, nothing is working. But when we have our priorities and our values and the legacy defined on our own terms and aligned, it's pretty magical what happens in your business. In addition to those other pieces of clarity, a lot of struggles I see business owners get stuck in are related to what's going on between our two ears, right? Our mindset. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so if I have a business client that's taking action and we're not getting the results that we should expect, it's typically a mindset issue. So we dive into that and unpack that to fix it and really go to the root cause. And then of course, the third piece is business. So whether it's working with somebody who's got a career or they're running a business, making sure they have the foundational pieces and elements so that they're set up for success, making sure we have their goals roadmapped, and we have that step-by-step trail map for them being successful that quarter, that year, and 10 years Mm -hmm. down the road. Yeah, yeah. That's such a great way to look at this. And it is so true that we very often want things, but we haven't bothered to write it down, to think about what's the distance between where I am and where I want to go. And if I'm going to start moving towards that goal, what are the things I need to do? So this is all really great foundational stuff, and it's a good place to start. So I know that one of the things that has connected us, we were in a networking group together, and I worked in marketing for a long time. And I know that you help people with marketing, but maybe this is kind of like hearkening back to what you were saying about being a holistic business coach, what do you consider to be holistic marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. So when you look at anything you're doing holistically, it's looking at the whole picture. It's getting to the root cause. So when I look at holistic marketing and I'm working with clients, it's getting to the root of what is the problem that they're solving for their clients and really getting to the heart of the message there. Making sure we're really understanding their ideal clients' pain points, where they're hanging out, really digging into that and looking at it from a 360 degree view. So we see all perspectives, all elements of that. So it's taking a really, really deep dive in that. It also means that we are trying to diversify how we do our marketing. And today more than ever, even if you're not holistic or you don't believe in holistic anything, you certainly want a diversified approach because if you are doing really successful things on Facebook, for example, like you're doing advertising there and marketing there. And that's the only platform you're using. And then all of a sudden, Facebook changes their algorithm. You're up a creek, right? You're stuck. So 
we have to look at what are all of the different ways we can diversify our marketing so that we have a holistic approach where we have local marketing, we have face-to-face marketing, we have digital marketing, we have a way that we're building on our own platform and not relying just on external platforms that we don't run or control so that we are set up for success no matter what curveball the market, the economy, the world, society throws Mm -hmm. our way as business owners. So one, it's making sure that we're staying up with the market on messaging that's aligned to the problems we're solving. We deeply understand the clients we're serving, which is just honestly marketing 101. But going beyond that, making sure we are sharing stories and messaging that resonates with the people we're trying to reach and pushes away the people we don't want to reach, right? Because mm-hmm. it's also really important. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love that. And I think that's a great point there. That, you know, I think a lot of people, especially when they first start a business, are afraid to turn people away because they need the revenue. But the reality is that you can spend a lot of time and spin your wheels quite a lot trying to convince people that aren't your ideal client that they should do business with you. And that's that's what we call unqualified leads. Yeah. And by the way, for people listening, this is really important. There is nothing worse than taking on a client that's not a good fit. It is a nightmare. It is like dating somebody who you are going to become resentful of. Or we all have that colleague that we they just like get under our skin. They drive us crazy. Or that sibling, mm-hmm. if you go back to when your childhood and they drove you nuts. It's like that. So take it from Terry and Coach Holly. Don't do that. Because it's not worth any kind of revenue to work with somebody who you don't have good chemistry with, you can't confidently help. And there's nothing worse these days than not getting a perfect five-star review, which by the way is ridiculous. But that's a whole different conversation for a separate podcast. (laughs) Yeah. that's As you were talking about that, I was just thinking about some customers that I've successfully convinced to work with me where when it came time for me to start the session that I kind of get a feeling like, oh, no, instead of, oh, yes, right? Like, I'm excited. I'd be like, oh, you know, so I hear you. And sometimes we have to learn those lessons the hard way. Well, so what are some of the mistakes that you see business owners making? And maybe you've alluded to some of them, but love for you to talk a little bit about that. Well, in particular, related to marketing, since this is Marketing Mambo, the biggest mistake I see them making is not niching down, right? They want to serve everyone, right? Yeah. So they won't niche down. They literally believe and think that they should serve everyone. And this is the biggest mistake people make in marketing. When you're trying to market to everyone, you can't stand out above the noise and the crowd. And I mean, literally, we are so inundated with so much marketing. The more specific and the more niche and nuanced you can become, the more successful you will be in actually attracting the right clients. Not to mention having a differentiator. So what are the two things that the clients that you are successful with have in common? So for me, One, they have to be an action taker. So come hell or high water, you have to be willing to take action. Two, you have to trust me. There's no point in us working together for marketing or coaching if you don't trust me in this partnership that we're building. So the clients that I like to work with have those two things in common. And then in terms of how I differentiate myself in the market, because let's be real, there's a ton of business coaches and coaches out there. 
Well, one, I take a holistic approach. So you get three in one. You get a health coach, a life coach, and a business coach who has a track record, right? I have all of the success credibility out there, tons of years of experience in business. Two, I have consulting experience. So let's say on the marketing side, you know, Terry and I are talking. She's one of my clients, perhaps. And she says, Hey, Holly, I need help with getting a lead magnet together. Okay, cool. Let's build it right now. Let's do it right now. Let's build the elements in Canva. Let's build the email campaign. Let's build the messaging. Let's literally do this together in the session right now. So that's very unique. You don't get a lot of coaches that can actually do the work with you or even do it for you if you want to use one of your sessions for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So I know that you're an author and you've written a book, which I love the title of Inspiration Contagion. What's that about? So inspiration contagion came to me one morning while I was meditating about the book I wanted to write. And every time I tried to start writing it, it felt overwhelming. And I sat there and thought, well, how can I make this fun and inspiring and life giving? And this was the beginning of the pandemic. You know, obviously we're where contagion was there and it was not <laughs> yeah. good. And everybody was catching fear and afraid of sneezes and allergies and coughs, right? So I thought, okay, well, what if I wrote this book about inspiration being contagious, right? So Inspiration Contagion was born. And I started, honestly, as a podcast because I wanted to capture inspiration definitions from other leaders, stories and case studies from other leaders, and also hold myself accountable to write the book. Then from there, the first book is actually my personal journey. It's, so it's called Health Secrets for Raving Success is the subtitle for Inspiration Contagion book number one. And it's about my struggles with my health. And so it talks about stress and anxiety management, movement. There's a story about facing a bear in the woods in there. Wow. There's a story about my spinal fusion. There's the story about all the rabbit holes of self-talk we go through, including the divorce rabbit hole from personal experience. So it's kind of a choose your own journey book where you don't have to go chapter one to two to three. You choose where you want to start. And there's this beautiful map that I had an artist create for the book. And it's this island of a body. And the body has the different chapters represented and you know drawn out. So sleep is in there, et cetera. And you can just go to that map and choose, gosh, where do I want to start in this book? What's most important for me today? But it gives you secrets to optimizing your health, which is the foundation to everything, to being successful yeah. in your life and in your business. And it gives you tangible tools and worksheets you can download and utilize to take action now. There's no excuse there. It literally gives you a trail map for anywhere you are today to raving success. All you need to do is take the tools and implement them. Wow. Hey, if anybody out there is running into problems in their life, in their business, go out and get inspiration contagion. It sounds like it's a panacea, Holly. Not that, you know, they're not going to have to do some work, but <laughs> it sounds like it's a great guide. So how have you marketed your book? You're a marketer. So I'm just wondering how you've done that. Yeah. So leaning up to the launch of my book, which it was published this January, I had a book launch team. 
So I had over a hundred people on my launch team that they were ready. They had a pre-released copy of the book, which is very traditional of having a launch team so that you have people that are ready to review your book, purchase an official copy. They get kind of a pre-release manuscript of that. Very typical strategy. Also having just your list of all your contacts. So I have my own business. So I already have an email list that's pretty big. So I had a campaign ready to go out to that email list. I did individual personalized text messages and audio text messages to every single person in my phone book. Every single person. I had pre-scheduled podcast guesting interviews to market the book and TV interviews. I'm a senior contributor for Brains Magazine. So I had an article ready to be published there. I had a press release that was ready that my publisher created. And all the other things. There were a million other things. It was a lot of work the first 30 days. And it's an ongoing thing, Terry, as you know. Anytime I do a guest appearance on a podcast or a TV show or something live, I'm always marketing the book or the podcast or my services. That's just the marketing game we play, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a bit more about your podcast. What's the name of it? And what do you discuss on your podcast? So the name of it is easy to remember. It's also Inspiration Contagion. So you can buy the book Inspiration Contagion, and then you can listen to even more inspiring stories called Inspiration Contagion on the podcast. So it's really creating a movement of Inspiration Contagion and spreading light and healing and all these amazing inspiring stories of leaders achieving amazing things versus fear and darkness, which we get enough Mm -hmm. of on the news. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to overcome that. So yeah, Inspiration Contagion is interviewing leaders and business owners that have been incredibly successful. They've faced challenges personally, professionally, sometimes like really crazy life-altering stories, but they've overcome it. And it's the premise is there are five different leadership styles I interview across. And there are kind of set questions. They don't get the questions in advance, but if you by the way, people listening, if you're really like going to be a guest, you could kind of cheat and listen to them and you know what the questions are. So anyhow, it's really to give a premise for book two around clarity. So book two this November, and it's going to go deep into legacy, success on your own terms, leadership profiles, and really building your true north compass for ultimate success in life. And it's going to utilize some of the case studies from those interviews. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. You just said something that makes me realize like part of the reason why we connected is success on your own terms, right? Like I think that just believing that that's possible is the way to, I think, light the path forward for other people to help them realize that we can self-determine a lot of what happens in our lives just based on what we believe and the goals that we set and the actions that we take. So I really love that. So you mentioned a story in your book, which reminded me about your TED Talk. So, I mean, first of all, how did you go about getting a TED Talk? Yeah. So actually, ironically enough, I utilized a system that I sell to a lot of folks called the Easy Button Lead Generation System, utilizing LinkedIn. And it's a program and a system that I teach so that you can literally land speaking opportunities, podcast guesting, get clients and find partnerships. 
So in particular, I set up a campaign for landing a TEDx. I found all of the TEDx curators in my state and surrounding states and sent out some reach out campaigns to them and started building a relationship with them. I did not sell to them or pitch to them. Just want to put that out there. Like I did not do that. I was not that direct. I wanted it to be more organic. But my LinkedIn profile also showed that I was a speaker. So clearly, if they paid attention to that and our connection, my hope was that they would see the connection. And they did. So I had a couple of them reach out to me and say, gosh, I'm starting to curate these upcoming events. We'd love to learn more about you. And one of them in particular, we had some really good chemistry. It was resonating. It was local, 30 minutes away from where I live. And so I put in an application. And that's how I landed my TED Talk. Well, that's awesome. And now my follow-up question is, how did you prepare for your TED Talk? Because, you know, that's a such a phenomenon these days. And we know of so many of them that have gone viral. And I watched yours on YouTube and I thought it was awesome. But how did you prepare for that? It was a lot a lot of preparation and work. I'm just going to put that out there. It is totally a different ball game than doing a keynote or a workshop or even managing or running a leadership retreat. It was more work than that. So because the TED Talk format and TEDx format is so short and concise, it's very difficult because you have to memorize your script. You really do. I had 10 minutes, which is pretty short for a TED Talk. And because of that, you can't really navigate away from the script very much, which means more preparation, but also it means hours and hours of playing with the content to really distill and get down the idea. And so we were assigned coaches, plus I had my own coach already. So lots of cooks in the kitchen reviewing the content to make sure it was going to resonate. But also, I think it was really equally important to know from a marketing perspective and a strategic perspective, what I wanted the talk to do for me and my business. So kind Mm -hmm. of having that goal and understanding, is it brand aligned, the message you're putting out there? It can't just be an idea worth sharing. It needs to be an idea worth sharing that's brand aligned and has a purpose strategically Mm -hmm. in, in marketing your business. So for me, I took the, I think it's chapter 10 in my book on managing chronic pain. There are seven or eight strategies in that chapter. I distilled it down to four steps and mapped them out into an acronym for fear and the Mm -hmm. fear method. Because ultimately when we're managing our chronic pain or facing fears and challenges, it all boils down to managing our fear and anxieties. And so the fear method was how I pulled the content together and created that acronym. So once I had the content ready, it was practicing and rehearsing, not just alone, but in front of people, rehearsing with fellow speakers, you know, doing recordings to share with my speaker coaches, doing recordings to share with people that were my ideal clients and ideal people I wanted to resonate with the message to get feedback, to make sure the content was correct. Mm -hmm to make sure the delivery was on point. And then also, quite frankly, kind of scripting pauses and movements and how you wanted to position your body. And then, of course, practicing on the very tiny, tiny little red dot on stage that you have to stay inside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I appreciated the movement and so forth when I was watching your talk. And I thought it was really good. And at the same time, I recognized that it probably took a lot to because it's not extemporaneous talking, right? It's got to be very precise, because you only have so much time. What kind of outcomes have you seen since your TEDx went live? Well, a lot of people, when they connect with me on LinkedIn, their first question is, how did you land a TED Talk? <laughs> and and tell me how that worked. And gosh, I want to work with you as a coach because you've done a TED Talk. You're yeah. a bestselling author. So it's a big credibility boost. It's also something everybody's very curious about. So they're very intrigued. So it's made a big difference there. And then also, quite frankly, I'm landing a lot of speaking opportunities because people are saying, well, she's done a TED Talk. And she has the video format. So we want her to come to our organization and speak here. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And it's nice to be able to get paid, but also I'm sure that you're using it as a business attraction tool as well. So very cool. So Holly, what do you call your lead generation program? It's the easy button lead generation system. Great. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So I get questions a lot from a lot of times from clients, either they're not quite ready to invest in coaching because they need more sales calls, more filling their lead generation backfill and having their prospects really come in for more appointments. And when this happens, this was something I realized that was kind of missing in my product suite. And so I created the easy button lead generation system. It is using LinkedIn. And the reason I'm using LinkedIn is a lot of the other platforms are very oversaturated. Now, the approach that I teach people in this system, which you only need to pay for it once, you get the recordings, you can replicate anything you can like imagine under the sky and the planet that works in Sales Navigator. It's amazing. And my clients have raving success. It helps you target who the people are, like which is what marketing is, that you want to work with that you want to partner with. It gives you B2B things, B2C ideas. It gives you speaking opportunities. So for those people out there that are speakers, you're like, I want more speaking opportunities. This doesn't just work for lead generation for selling clients. It works for landing speaking gigs. Mm -hmm. It works for working with associations. If you have a huge bucket list dream goal of reaching a particular person, we can create a campaign to reach that person. Mm-hmm. It is pretty amazing. The results are quite magical. And my word this year is magic. And that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how Terry and I met was through my lead gen system for people that have podcasts. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> and so it creates amazing opportunities for partnerships, for media, for PR, for getting clients, which helps you accelerate the momentum in your business, whether it's to get sales calls, to get more social credibility, to land more media opportunities. It is pretty amazing. And so if you're hearing about this and you're like, gosh, I want more speaking opportunities. I want podcast guesting that's aligned to what I'm trying to do. I want more clients and I want it to be easy and not salesy. And I want it to stand out above the crowd. This system works. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to hollyjeanjackson.com forward slash easy button, hop on a group sales call and learn more about it. Super easy. 
Very, very cool. And, you know, you said something about it's not just for getting new clients. It could be for speaking opportunities or whatever. Having worked in marketing for as long as I did, I always think of marketing as really a vehicle for influencing people to take action. And all the questions that we need to answer are all about, okay, what am I selling? Who am I trying to sell? What action do I want them to take? And really, you can apply these kind of strategies to any situation where you're trying to get someone to do something. It's all marketing. <laughs> it really is. So a couple examples of that. Some of the, the campaigns I'm running are more just bucket list things. They're not really business accelerators, mm -hmm. but I mean, they could be. So for example, I want to teach either yoga or do an inspiring talk at Wanderlust, which is a yoga music festival totally mm -hmm. unrelated to my business, but it's on my bucket list. So mm -hmm. I have a campaign targeting individuals at Wanderlust that are on event planning and you know in the correct roles mm -hmm. to start building those relationships to create that sure. actual bucket list so that it happens. So you can literally think of any goal that you have. Like let's say yep. your dream is to just you have a job at Google that doesn't exist. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. We could create a campaign targeting that. It works yeah. for pretty much anything you can imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I coach people that are in job search and I certainly use everything that I learned as a marketer to help people in job search because that's getting people to know you, like you, trust you and hire you to take that action. So like you said, it could be a job that you're looking for, but just a matter of getting clarity and putting your plan together and taking action and believing it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I used to do career coaching. And one of the first things we did was build their dream 100 list of companies to go after and then start reaching out to all the contacts there. And then having specific elevator pitches and marketing mm -hmm. tactics and key messaging to help them land that, including practicing interview responses. So it mm -hmm. is literally all marketing. And for those people yes. out that are like, gosh, I don't need to market. I'm not in my business. Every single person in the world needs to know how to market. Yeah, I agree 100%. And it could even be that you have a job, you never want to go into business, but you want to get that next promotion, right? Yeah. And uh, you've got to sell yourself when it comes to what value did you bring? Okay, what is it that you want? Understanding what that is, building your business case to get someone to say yes. It's all marketing. And I mean, in the business world, at least when you're higher up, you are constantly marketing and pitching to get money for your program and you're bidding against other VPs yep. or SVPs. And if you're not really good at marketing and sales, you're not going to get the budget that your team needs. Yes. You have to be really good at that. Yeah, I can vouch for that for sure because I led marketing in a large organization and I had to put a business case up against my peers to say, hey, if you give me this money, this is the ROI that I'm going to get for that investment that you're making in this part of the business. So you're absolutely right. Well, Holly, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And I'd love for you to leave our listeners with a little mic drop moment. What's your last word of wisdom for our listeners? I always like to leave with take action that matches the size of your dreams. So if we unpack that real quick, define what legacy you want to leave behind. What do you want your kids to remember you for? And then what is one small action you can take today that's going to get you closer to that? And if you're really brave, 
because you're like my kind of people. What big action can you take today that's going to align to that huge dream you have 10 years down the road? I love it. I love it. Now, where can people find you, Holly? Yeah, absolutely. My website is hollyjeanjackson.com. And you can find me under LinkedIn at Holly J. Jackson, the initial J. You can also find me on Instagram at Coach Holly Jean Jackson. And let's see, Facebook, you can also find me at Holly J. Jackson. And if you still can't find me, email is holly at hollyjeanjackson.com. Okay, great. And I'll put all of those links in the show notes. Holly, thank you so much for being here on Marketing Mambo. I love talking to you. Thanks. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing Mambo. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, like, and share. I'd love to hear from you. Check out the show notes for my social media and contact information. Until next time, adios.